Welcome to Chicana Ambition. Soy La Yes, and you're listening to episode number three. Welcome back to the show. I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday. And I'm just so grateful to have you back. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome. And for those of you who are tuning back in, thank you so much. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. It is a very special thing for me to share this journey with you about all things wellness, the hustle, and getting through all of these life lessons that we go through on a daily basis. So just to jump in here, I believe I have had a little too much caffeine this morning and I just feel a little bit jittery. I've been like drinking water like crazy. It's just feeling a little bit more anxious than usual. So I actually went and grabbed some of my go-to natural items here. And I am a f- super fan of essential oils. And yes, I am a Reiki practitioner and essential oils are kind of my jam here. So I grabbed a Valor essential oil, which is a Young Living blend. And I love it to calm me down. It is my go-to. Think of Valor as in Valor Valiente. You feel good, you feel strong. So I just applied a drop and I have been taking some pretty deep breaths here and applied it to my chest and I am smelling all kinds of good with my oils. You can learn more about this wellness life on my website, which I just updated and includes all of my things that I love the most. So you can find information about me, who I am, what I'm about, about Reiki, and of course, anything wellness that has to do with essential oils because I'm a fan and I would love to share that information with you. But just to get in here, today we are talking about embracing the uncomfortable. As I mentioned, I was feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe it's because you guys are tuning back into this podcast and it's something that's near and dear to me. And it's, it's kind of a vulnerable feeling to just share my heart with you guys and the things that I go through on a daily basis. And I am super appreciative and grateful to you for tuning back in, just sharing the stories here. So I'm going to talk about embracing the uncomfortable and taking action and transforming what may seem like a conflict into something different. So I know that it's been a crazy week for me. I, uh, there's been some transition in my employment where You know, people are coming and going and starting new adventures in their own personal, professional journeys. And that happens in life. We kind of go through a lot of shifts when we're developing in our personal and professional careers. It can be uncomfortable when things are uncertain, right? There's these times in our lives when we fear that we have to have these hard conversations with people. We might avoid them or speak poorly of those that we don't really understand what's going on. Or say you have a conflict with someone at work or a friend and you may be feeling a certain way, but you're not really sure how they're feeling. So you may make assumptions about this situation, but you're really not understanding where the source of conflict is. So you kind of think about it as, do you know the whole story? What's really going on here? The reason I talk about this is I work in marketing. I'm a creative designer. And my day is filled with so many different clients, different backgrounds, different professional subject matter experts, and each of them come from a different background. And my world is filled with opinions, with judgment, and it comes at me from all kinds of different angles. And it's not uncommon that I receive feedback from people who have no design background or any understanding of the nature of my work and the things that go into play when I'm producing something. 
So there's a lot of thought and strategy that goes into the things that I make look pretty. So no matter what I create, I think about it. I think about what it's for, who's, what it's going to accomplish, who it's going to affect, what kind of actions are intended after they are, be, are being used out in the market, how it's going to affect people. So every aspect of the things that I put into a design is well thought out from my perspective. So from the color I choose, the size, the photo, the font, the texture, you name it, it's part of my process. So a lot goes into creating something. I'm kind of a visual communicator, so to speak. Every day I receive requests and partner with non-designers to bring life to their ideas and people share with me as much as they can, right? And ideally, if it was a perfect world, if I was a mind reader, everything that I created would be perfectly in line with the thoughts of others. But I'm often faced with the brutal reality that not all people are very good at communicating their ideas. And as much as I wish I had a superpower, I'm not a mind reader. So sometimes the things that I create aren't exactly what a client has in mind. And I have to, you know, have these uncomfortable conversations with people who aren't used to any kind of feedback or, you know, having a dialogue where we discuss critiquing and the reasoning behind things. A lot of times people just want what they want and they want it then and there. And I have to have these conversations and I have to see it from a place um, where I'm really open and receptive to feedback. I'm all about listening to the needs of others and executing the wants, but it has to happen after we have a conversation about it. This is the only possible way to do things, especially when everybody's working together You have to listen to what's going on with the other person and where they're coming from, what the background looks like. I'm talking, I really need to listen to people. And this goes for anything in your life. You really need to listen to someone when you're not understanding them. So let them speak, actively listen to them, hear them out. What is it that they're trying to accomplish? If you find yourself in a place where you're preparing to answer while they're speaking to you, then you're not listening. You're pretty much waiting to rebuttal whatever they're saying or trying to prove something that you hear them say. You need to hear them out. So stop yourself and hear them out. And once they're finished, you can take a few moments, gather your information, then you can contribute to the conversation. So I'm going to tell a story about something that happened in my place of employment. I was working on a project where I think things get lost in translation between emailing and sending you know, messages through our creative software back and forth. It's almost like a feedback. So you send a draft out for review and people will send back feedback and you go, you have some rounds of revision. But there was a misunderstanding or miscommunication where I wasn't understanding what the client needed. And when you work in a corporate office, there's a lot of channels you have to go through in order to have a conversation with people. When they could really be like, two doors down where you can just literally walk up to them and have a conversation. Well, things were getting a little bit frustrating after a while because we were on, I think, the third or fourth email interaction and we still weren't clear on what was needed to be done. So I took it upon myself to just, you know, this frustration was building in me and I got up and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to walk over there and see what's up because I'm clearly not understanding what is going on here. This is new. I Some people aren't used to this kind of an interaction when working together. Everything is email, and it's crazy because you work in an environment where there's people all around you, but we are isolated at our little cubicle and not talking to each other. So I got up, and I walked over, 
and I didn't want to interrupt, so I was like, hey, do you got a couple of minutes? I just want to talk about the project and what we're going through. And at first, it was very uncomfortable. I mean, the person I was talking to was a little bit caught off guard, like, oh, what are you doing here? You know, she was uncomfortable. But I assured her, like, you know, I just, I'd rather have a dialogue about this and see where you're coming from. And it kind of eased the situation a bit. So it kind of made it a little bit easier to discuss this conversation with her. And so we got into it. And it turns out what was needed was a lot simpler than what was being communicated within the email exchange. We were able to clear it up within a couple of minutes of having a conversation and dialogue in person. I stood there, I listened, and she told me exactly what she wanted, took a couple seconds to digest it, and then offered a solution. It's hard to walk up to someone and have a conversation, especially when you're already feeling a little bit like, you're not understanding each other when you're having this email translation of things. You have to bring forth this human interaction and collaboration in order to reach some kind of common ground and understanding. Can you relate to this? I think of a time when you needed to tell your coworker something that, you know, if they were in helping a situation move forward. Hard conversations for a lot of us are super uncomfortable. Most of us don't even know how to react in moments when our work, our ideas, or our actions are open to feedback. Not everyone is open to feedback. For some of us, or many of us, this is a super vulnerable place to be, and we fear the feedback. We don't want to be told that we're wrong, or what we're doing that we work so hard on isn't what they wanted. We may feel this very personally. I mean, we worked hard for it, and we like it. Why don't they understand why we like it? Why don't they see what we see? This happens when you're not open to feedback. So what happens when you don't get the reaction that you expected? Or when someone doesn't see eye to eye with you? Are they now against you? Do you feel betrayed? Or are you thinking of a way to be right or win this debate? Or are you more interested in hiding away, avoiding conflict, maybe even speaking hate about another person? Did you know that the farther away you are from someone, it's easier to speak negatively about them? They may start looking different to you because you're so far removed and people start to complain. And then this whole he said, she said thing starts to happen. Oh, they're stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. I'm always putting in all the work and they're probably sitting over there trying to figure out how to open an email attachment. They're so dumb. Blah, blah, blah. Cry me a river. Life is hard. Everyone has an opinion. And this is our world. Unfortunately, this is our world. And all of these reactions that you're having, they're probably linked to fear. It may be a coping mechanism for you, a way of coping with the reality that you might have to have a conversation with someone you'd rather not have a conversation with. What does coping look like? You have to make the choice either to sit beside someone, talk about it, think about what's really happening and why you're behaving the way you're behaving. Rather than feel intimidated by this conflict, Use it as an opportunity to become an ally. You know, ideas are subject to criticism and they grow stronger than those that aren't, ch aren't challenged. So find some grace in this disagreement. Saying this could be different or how it could be different. This is an essential part of our human experience, you guys. So pull up a chair and offer some adjustments. Yes, this is a true place of vulnerability. It's also a place where we're the most open and receptive. These are how ideas evolve. And these broken systems of detachment, they leave and innovation begins. 
I am a fan of Brene Brown's work and she has these guidelines for being engaged with feedback. And they're so, so helpful in understanding when you're ready to give feedback. Don't just react to a situation. Take some time, gather your thoughts, gather your emotions and ask yourself these questions. You ask yourself this. I know I'm ready to give feedback when I'm ready to sit next to you rather than across from you. I'm willing to put the problem in front of us rather than between us or towards you. I'm ready to listen, ask questions, and accept that I may not fully understand the issue. I want to acknowledge what you do as well. Instead of picking apart your mistakes, I recognize your strengths and how you can use them to address your challenges. I can hold you accountable without shaming or blaming you. I am willing to own my part. I can genuinely thank you for your efforts rather than criticize you for your failings. I can talk about how resolving these challenges will lead to your growth and opportunity. I can model the vulnerability and openness that I expect to see from you. So let's practice this art of guiding and adjusting with compassion. Every day we have the responsibility of making a choice to sit beside or against someone. Whether we're offering notes to a coworker or client, sharing our feelings with a loved one, or extending a contrary opinion when two perspectives are in conflict. It's up to you. Pull up a chair and sit next to the person that you feel you need to have a conversation with. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so very grateful for you. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. You know, if you're really enjoying this, I would so, so appreciate it if you leave me a rating and review. Share it with your friends. If you find yourself coming back each episode, you are supporting this dream of mine and I greatly appreciate that. I'm going to be posting every other week moving forward, so please stay tuned. I actually have some interviews and guests planned for future episodes, which I'm super excited about. I don't want you to miss it. I hope you guys have an awesome week and until next time, take care of yourself. Hasta luego, amigos.